It's just so nasty. I love it. I'm so mad. You can't the not last dance. Time we have it. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Magic Mike in review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing the entire Magic Mike universe. And I'm so mad. This is it. Just two movies. I want like nine or ten of these things. I want to be. I want to keep building in this direction. Tim, but, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I hope for, right? One day I hope that Lucas Arts Lucas film will just reset the prequel trilogies and we'll get a brand new bunch of those. But above that, mm-hmm. after watching this movie, it is a fucking crime that we are not getting a cinematic Magic Mike universe. Who am I the only one that wants to see Dallas and the Kids adventure in Macaw? In China? No, <laughs> dude. Well, of course, we have Nick Scarpino. We also have Andy Cortez. Hello, everybody. We have Joey Noel. Sorry, and of course, joining us is Chris Anka. Guys, do you Once think again. he's still gonna have some magic in that mic? <laughs> oh, I think that this movie proved he has enough magic to go around. You know <laughs> what a what a film this is, ladies and gentlemen. You can watch this show on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want to listen to it as a podcast, search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews if you want to get the show ad free and watch it live as it's being recorded you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers graham of legend david mintel al tribesman cassandra ramirez sven McHale, james davis and the nanobiologist all did today we're brought to you by me undies but i'll tell you about that later for now we gotta get in to magic mike double xl god bless them naming it this they could have just called it two no no, no, no. That they could have called it, by the way. They could have called the XL. Should have been too horny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you saying, Nick? They could have called the XL, right? Like Magic Mike Extra Large, like the, uh-huh. the Extra Large version of it. But no, but they you called know it. know someone in the room was like, no. There was a no, Nick no, no, Scarpino no, in the room that was like, no, no, no. Double no, no, XL. No, no, guys. No, no, <laughs> too much meat in this movie. <laughs> oh, God, it's so much. A runtime of an hour, 55 minutes, released on July 1st, 2015. Uh, directed by Gregory Jacobs, who's an American film director, assistant director, producer, and screenwriter. He frequently collaborates with Steven Soderbergh, who was the director of the first one, and who was cinematographer on this one. Couldn't really find any info on why the switcheroo happened. Uh, a budget of $14.8 million and a box office of $122.5 million. Uh, before we get into to what we think, I do want to just give the the trivia on why some of the actors did not return. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was in talks to reprise his character role of Dallas for the sequel, but talks fell through because of financial reasons. According to the studio, since winning his Academy Award for Best Actor in Dallas Buyers Club, where some, there's some irony there, guys, uh, McConaughey's pay rate had increased which is a tactical procedure for an actor to capitalize on his acclaimed success after he just won the Academy Award. This led to the studio optioning to pass on bringing him back. Uh, Alex Pifter also did not return to reprise his role as Adam. Reports of production from the first movie say that him and Channing Tatum did not get along. And uh, Cody Horn did not reprise her role as Brooke because she and her character were not well-received and disliked by fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, what's even more amazing about that is that there's fans of the first Magic Mike to not like Brooke. <laughs> hey, all of us, right? Well, you said Maybe, Alex Prifter? I don't know. What is, what's his name? Alex P-E-T-T-Y-F-E-R. Pettifer, Pettifer. I think. Pettifer. You know what, Andy? Just no, I'm, Goog- I'm Googling it because I'm just trying to figure... Oh, okay. I l- Look, I, I, that's my bad. Yeah, I didn't... That, you probably said the kid. I just didn't... I was like, who, was he like a, a, a another director? Was he a writer or something? But no, he was the main guy. No, I, I forced my th- way through it. I saw a bunch of letters next to each other. I'm like, I don't like... I got rattled. I TYF. I just got to push through. Got rattled easily. What'd you think about Magic Mike Double XL? I... <laughs> this is going to be the dumbest thing to say, but I liked the parts that I enjoyed and didn't like yep. the parts that I didn't like. Yep. Because <laughs> it, it, it's such an odd movie. It it really feels like two but completely different directors and writers wrote two completely and mm-hmm. d- different parts and directed different moments, and they kind of meshed them together. But you take this one, I'll go this one. And so I love all the bromance. I like I'm eating that shit up the the Backstreet Boys moment in the grocery mm. shop where they're all mollied up like I I love every moment where you feel the love between this family that they've created and then like look as awesome as the Donald Glover scene was I was just like well, this is going on for a while and I'm kind of confused 
and a lot any scene that was similar to the Donald Glover scenes, I'm just kind of like, what? I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> like, I, I, it just caught me off guard because the whole vibe seemed to have changed, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of like accepted it, and it's all just one mismatch of a bunch of different vibes. Um, I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit uh, more than the first one. I'll say that. Chris, what about you? I love this movie. I think uh, Joy and I are talking about it on Twitter. Like, all of my love of Magic Mike comes from this one movie. Like, I like the first one, but this is the one that's super fun and super about bringing joy to people and like it's a weird kind of like superhero movie about like healing the power. yeah they even talk about it. like, like we're, we're healers we have this power and i'm like yeah and they kind of yeah. go through everyone's little like niche of like oh i'm the singer and i get to do that or like i like mature women i'm there for them and i'm like you know i'm magic mike and i'm like it's awesome i just i, I love it and i think there's like a few we can talk about it later but there's a few scenes in which i saw this at, like a midnight showing drunk with a theater full of drunk women and there were moments in which we just transcended into like this is no longer a stripper movie and this is just an amazing dance movie like <laughs> i stood up and i hollered at, at some moves that channing does in this movie and i still do they still hit me they're so good joey noel as i was watching magic mike last week i feel like as i was going through the movie i was like wow pretty much all of the scenes from Magic Mike as a series, I don't know what else we want to call this, uh, that are memorable to, to me are from XL, and I didn't realize that until I rewatched the first one. Uh, and so rewatching this one, I'm just like, I feel like they understood that they we, the plot of Magic Mike wasn't necessarily the driving force and it was driving people to go see it. They're like, we're just going to give people what they want. And I feel like they delivered on that movie. The re- A lot of it very disjointed and feels kind of weird, but I feel like they totally nailed the parts that made it fun. And I feel like that was the important part to me. Nick, you also had a big revelation about this movie. Yeah. My first off, first and foremost, start watching this movie, get 10 minutes in and I'm like, I have never seen this movie before. I totally thought I had. <laughs> I'm like, this is mystifying to me. I don't know how I missed the sequel to Magic Mike, uh, but apparently I did. And I'll, I'll back up everything everyone's saying. Uh, to Andy's point, you're 100% right. The parts of this movie that were fun are amazing. The rest of the movie makes zero sense and centers around a stripper convention in Mer- <laughs> Myrtle Beach, which is, by the way, when you get to the convention, have you guys, you guys have all been to conventions before, right? Like you've all been to Comic-Con. Isn't that what you imagined the stripper convention was going to be? No, it's one small ballroom in a hotel. Not so much a convention, more just one long, like 12 hour long show, like Andy's birthday stream. Uh, but with, uh, I guess, more nudity or less nudity, Andy? I'm sorry, I didn't watch your stream. I assume the there was some that. nudity. Okay. That, yeah. um, this movie, I, I think when they, when they said about making this movie, they were like, how do we make a more fun? Um, tonally appropriate movie for um, a group of male strippers that apparently give you John Wick vibes a little bit when they start going around and every single person in the world knows them and there's underground strip clubs that we've never even seen before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, it is a freaking crying shame they don't build out this world more because it's absurd and it's completely outlandish, but I would actually watch a third Magic Mike, Triple XL. Absolutely. I mean, I'm right there with everything that we've all said. I think we're on the exact same page with this movie, which is like we had a damn good time with it. But what a disaster it is. And I just love that because, like, you know, one of my favorite things in the world is what Chris was talking about, about taking things and kind of making them superheroes that shouldn't be like how many times do we need to appreciate karate as life? in the world of Cobra Kai and Karate Kid. How many times do we need to make sure that they don't get in their cars in the Fast and Furious because you ain't going to stop them if they get in their cars? This movie (laughs) has that magic. That, the magic of stripping and all of it. And I love that. And every time that we see like the end results of the dance scenes, like Andy was talking about the Bashu boys, incredible, just utterly incredible. They get to the convention, the whole, the whole uh, set stage with multiple catwalks. I was like, well, here's some inspiration for a future kind of funny live. Like I'm loving it so much, but the core of this movie was like, okay, we got to think outside the box guys. And it's like, first off, why? (laughs) 
Like, that is just an absurd premise for this of like, you haven't done this for so many years, Mike. We're just going to jump back in and try something new. We have two days. Let's figure it out. And we don't even really get a montage of them figuring it out. They just kind of all like, well, I guess I'm Ace Hardware. I like to sing, so I'm going <laughs> to sing during my strip show. What? You know what's weird, though? What? You know what's weird, though? It is actually kind of poignant that they are all reeling from having been used by Dallas, and they got left behind, and they pick up Mike because they legit, like, like miss him. And he goes, hey, all of those things that we used to do came from Dallas. Like, we should, if we're going to do this one last time, they should all come from us. That was actually one of the elements of the movie that I was like, huh. That was surprisingly like nice. Yeah. To, you know, yeah, you're, you're so right. But I just love that it's, it's, <laughs> it's the fucking one weird. last run. Yeah. Like why? I, for, the, for the second, you can't movie, do it tomorrow. I yeah, I don't know that we needed the you can't one just last go run. Again. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm apparently we got it. Well, it's what well, they the, the one thing the movie fundamentally fails at, and I say fails like it fucking needed to succeed at all at any of this stuff. But it does. There's no stakes in this movie. They're like, we're good. We got to make it to the convention. Why? Because are we well known? Like they don't set up at all that these guys have Chris the reputation for male entertainers in the (laughs) world. Apparently they are world renowned entertainer what was i forget what their show was called before it was like uh experience or um, something of tampa exquisite right exquisite exquisite but apparently exquisite (laughs) was it was in a a fucking like double decker like makeshift house or something like that in in tampa bay but it was world renowned right everyone knew this thing uh so apparently they get there but like rocking kings of tampa man that's what i guess (laughs) that's what you gotta be everyone knows john wick everyone knows the cock rocking -rocking kings dude i I love we gotta talk about just the cameos in this movie because it just fucking worked so well where every single scene i was like I just wanted to get to the next place because we're like, who's going to be there? Who Dude, the fuck is going to show up? They, so they, somebody watched Fast and Furious in between Magic Mike 1 and Magic Mike 2 and was like, we have got to bring as many people back as possible and immediately start building the cinematic, the Magic Mike cinematic fucking universe out. Because <laughs> if we can get, first off, fucking Michael Strahan. <laughs> <laughs> it was like blew my mind. I was like, is that fucking Michael Strand? <laughs> then we get in that same scene. Jada Pinkett Smith. Kill unbelievable. Me. Not a cameo, just in the cast of this movie throughout from her <laughs> Donald Glover in the movie. Didn't uh, expect that at all. Fucking Elizabeth Banks just <laughs> reprising her role from Pitch Perfect. I don't know which one came first, but I assume Pitch Perfect one came first. Okay. Holy so. shit. I want a third one of these movies <clears throat> so badly. What do you do, Enchanting Tatum? Get off your duff. Get the abs back. Figure it out. Figure it out. All right, Andy, hit me with the plot. I'm feeling horny. Let's do it. Uh, Tell us uh, the story. uh, uh. Magic Mike, extra, extra large. If you ain't ready to bring it old school this weekend, then you need to hop the fuck off this food truck right now, Tim. Yeah, we dude. start and Mike yeah. is sad at an ocean. He's like, boo, my life's not going well. And you're like, is it because you broke up with Brooke off screen? We didn't even see it. In fact, I thought they were still together because he opens up a cute little package and says, let's get fat together, which is what, what? I say to my wife every time I want to get goldfish crackers. What did she say, Andy? But he no. threw it away. <laughs> How did he it away? Why did she break up with him? We don't because know. he tried to marry her. That's mm-hmm. why. Yeah. She sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I've I always said. This is this Joey, don't get movie married. is entirely <laughs> just like they know their audience. They're just like, no, we, we need Mike single for this one. We got to go mm-hmm. in. We got to go hard. And then they do. And then they end up in the place with all the old women. And I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> that place. Yeah. Did, well, okay. Am I the only one that when we got to that scene, I was like, like 2% of me was like, Andy McDowell's going to kill all these guys. Like these are. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you think that? No, okay, they, they are going to be hanging up in a basement. Yes. Like, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so Mike, uh, it opens up and Mike's on uh, sitting at the ocean. He's very sad. We're not quite sure why. But hey, guess what? His his dream of uh, running a custom design company actually turned out. And it actually looks pretty cool, truth be told. Uh, he's got one employee. They're delivering stuff. It looks like it's hard work, but it looks like it's going okay. And I, wanna, I don't know, if uh, Kevin, if you watch this or not, but his work uh, area, his like workshop looks really cool. And looks like he's having a good – he actually looks like he knows what he's doing when he's making this furniture, which is great. Uh, but then cars in. What's up? I didn't. But you didn't like, watch I it? I want you to know every time you guys do the recap, I strongly regret it. I'm like – you gotta watch it, well, Kevin. We're not <laughs> you don't need to watch, to watch the first one, but watch this one. We are not ruining yeah. anything for you. In fact, if you want to just if you want to just fast forward like I did, 
watch this movie with Danielle to show her all the dances because she didn't want to watch them. I was just like, you got to fucking see this part. It's got <laughs> anyway. Uh, Tarzan calls uh, and tries to act, which is cute. Then he uh, the show is coming back through Tampa. But hey, bad news, man. Dallas has died. Um, and again, apparently because they couldn't afford his salary for this. If, if Tim was correct, uh, he heads to the Dunes Inn for the wake. And here's Black Sabbath's crazy train guiding his way to the pool party. I was like, can uh, you like, just believe like the whole scene's framed around, like, do I hear distant sounds of stripping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling me. They're calling me. Chris, like, this wouldn't have started had he not heard that. I know. <laughs> but what I, what I love is that he, it's like stripping in this movie is a superpower. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. a legit. Mm-hmm. And he, he and he, there is a moment we're going to get to when he gets to the domina. The underground mansion strip place mm-hmm. where by a woman named Rome, 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 fucking great, fucking yeah. great. <laughs> this fucking movie is awesome. And she says, if you want me so at my help, you got to you got to repay me and you have to repay me by <clears throat> oh. dancing. And Tim, he acts like there's no way he's going back into that. world. <laughs> he's like, I'm going ta- to talk about that scene for an hour. The great, Andy, I, I, just, I just rewatched that scene on its own like once a year. Oh that my whole God. sequence is amazing. Oh my God. Uh, here we get some uh, some fun shenanigans. All the guys are there, including Joe Manganiello, who gets immediately naked and throws Mike in the pool. Turns out Dallas isn't dead. He just bailed on them and took Adam, the kid, quote unquote, to start a new show in Macaw. Hold on. Amazing. Because when, <laughs> when, when Mike gets the call from Kevin Nash, I'm already cracking up when he's just like, Dallas is dead. I'm just Dallas like, that's literally like, that's how they're going to fucking do this. Like, that's yeah. insane. And then the next scene, it's like, nah, we're just fucking with we're you. We're just fucking with you. We don't care. And it's like, okay, I that's feel like that just sets the stage for the movie 100. of like, oh, yeah. you think that this is going to be like the last one that started very slow? No, we're no. full force into this movie. Yeah, this and is this is going to be a good time. This is a party. Yeah. yeah. And that's honestly one of the things I liked about it, right? Because this scene here establishes hey we're actually going to spend a lot of time with this group of guys Mm -hmm. and that to me is the heart of the movie and actually i think that's what makes the movie really fun to watch is because they're all ridiculously giving zero fucks about any character (laughs) they're just having a good time and you have a good time too uh the guys and and at first i was worried about this because i thought why do i care about this cast of characters like i don't i don't know who the new guy is the other people i saw their dance routines but i never really cared about their personalities right and then this movie gave me exactly what i wanted it it dove deeper into who they are and i'll disagree with you a little bit nick i think they do like they are very character like driven there are a lot of uh um you know ken is the 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 goody the the you know the zen master yeah, always the meditative he's always meditating he's always trying to get your a read on your chakra and then you got uh Ernest, not Tarzan. <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> that is. I would love that if I remember his name for a little bit. They're like, uh. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, oh, really? I guess that's what it is. Because I read it as, well, we always call you Tarzan. Are we going to tell them that your name is Tarzan? Oh, yeah. and I, just oh, like I, to, I just like to be like, it's Ernest. Just call me Ernest. Like, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> Uh, Mike tells everyone that his business is good, but he kind of seems unhappy. And the boys are headed to Myrtle Beach for a convention uh, with Tobias emceeing with his best McConaughey impression. Shout out to Gabriel Iglesias. for He's like, all right, all right, all right. The guys seem super excited. And Mike is kind of sad because he's not dancing anymore. He kind of sees the energy of the group here. And he's like, oh, I do kind of miss this. Turns out his business is doing okay apparently it's staying afloat he has one employee and they have a the, but uh, it was still having trouble putting his uh, let's see why he's unhappy uh, doesn't matter turns out the, uh tim there's been something missing story in his of life the movie the why time. is this plot point happening it doesn't matter oh i just got lost on my i i generally write in like sentences instead of paragraphs so i don't yeah. get lost and this it's one just, just had time, a few more things every here. time they cut to ken ken's giving him shitty looks like uh i'm not really happy that this guy's back and you're like okay here's the tension this is going to be the cause mm-hmm. of tension oh no they fixed nope. it in the couple scenes <laughs> <laughs> well actually they don't they fix each he if you guys uh like notice he actually repairs each individual relationship as the story goes on so like there's a moment with tito at the end uh where he's talking he's like hey man do you think this yogurt business can really work and mike's like yeah i really do man and he goes listen man i'm really sorry i left and tito's like i don't know and that's it they fucking no, but like, it's solved I, I, I guess so but nobody like ken acted the way ken acted like, right ken well was the only yeah, one that nobody seemed was, like i am like, 
I am angry at you. Everybody else is just kind of chilling, like, eh, Mike's back, whatever. <laughs> Richie sort of does, though, because Richie gives him the shit of being like, if you're going to be here, be here, right? Like, we wanted mm. you back. And so there is that sort of, like, relationship that needs to get – I mean, I – Anyway, it's not it's not, love, be, it's not, love, it's not beat you over the head, but so much that if you're gonna be here, be here. That happened in the first sixty seconds of this movie. <laughs> like there was conflict and resolution. Sixty oh, yeah. seconds. Oh, yeah. in. I mean, jumping uh, off this, I love since if he goes down the line, like we're pairing his relationships. I love the one with Tarzan. Like it's like the very uh, end of the movie. He's like, amazing. we haven't had our scene yet. Like, do we? He even just he even just says that with Tarzan. I was like, well, you and I haven't really talked. Like, are we good? And he's like, yeah. Just By the way, that was that was right after we saw. A uh, glimpse, just a little glimpse of the Neo from the Matrix themed strip, like strip act. I'm like, why the fuck wasn't this in the movie? For that point, and be like, is that what I think? What yes. I think it is? And it, it, was, it, is. it was Joe. God, there's an alternate cut where there's just all those things we saw. They're all there, anything including that's the Twilight a- dance. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> yes. That, okay, that's honestly how I felt about this movie. Where I wondered, am I watching the extended cut? Because I feel like. So many of these scenes are just going on way too long. And I'm not talking about the good dance routines. I'm talking about like the Andy McDowell stuff. Just like, yeah, some some of the side stuff and the characters that we don't really get to know um, just lasted a little little bit too long for my taste. Like I I wanna see I wanna see the boys doing badass shit. And that, oh my god, that final mirror sequence is the coolest shit of all. Fucking time. dope. Uh but we're not quite Can there I yet, ladies and gentlemen. We are yeah, I love the high fives. <laughs> We are back at Mike's workstation, and he's unhappy, uh, so he does what any one of us would do. He goes out to go weld and listen to mid-90s hip-hop, and that's when it all <laughs> changes for him, Tim, Boop. because what comes Boop. over? This is, Boop. by the way, I don't know if you guys remember this, but this was the trailer for the movie. Like, this was a teaser they put out where it was him, like, welding, and he, and he hears it, and he just looks up in the mask, and he goes, no. Nah, nah, I nah, love nah. him trying to Stripping fight him. is trying to pull him back yeah. in. He guys. thinks he's out. The world pulling him back in. Chris, the world needs him. <laughs> he has his calling. I this is Spotify is calling him. This this is crime is happening and Spider Man is done being Spider Man. He doesn't want to be Spidey back sense. in this he world. The sirens. But they need him out there. The vulture and the the sinister six are joining back and he like they need him back. Oh, it's so incredible. Good. Tim, at so first, good. at first he shakes it off. No, Tim, I couldn't possibly dance again. But soon <laughs> he comes to the same conclusion we all eventually come to. There's just no denying genuine. Y'all Dude, got room for one talk. more on this motherfucker. Well, hold on, hold, like, hold on. We, we got like he starts welding to the beat of the song, <laughs> like, like next to his crotch, and he's grinding <laughs> it right <laughs> in, and, and then he just, he just can't shake the feeling. It's now, unbelievable. I, Kev, Kevin, I just sent you the, the clips, and I, in your own time, I want you to just watch it all happen, because this is him getting consumed and brought back into the world of being a stripper. He couldn't <laughs> run. He couldn't hide. But that song starts playing, and it just, like, it just t- gets him, and I fucking love it. You got to keep in mind that if this random song doesn't play at that random moment on the radio, this movie wouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, 100%. Uh, the thing is, is Mike can leave the strip club, but the strip club will never leave Mike. Yes, Joe. And the good thing too. is, Joe, he's never heard this song until that moment again. <laughs> yeah. The first time never in has. three years the... it's come on the radio. First time in three years, yeah. <laughs> One of the most popular songs to come out of the 90s. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. I was watching this with Dee um, last night. I like showed her this specific one because I think the dance here, by the way, is awesome. Like, Yes, Channing Tatum's amazing. ability to actually like do gymnastics he's while he's dancing. all over that place. Unbel- he does a thing where he spins off on the, the table, onto the wall, onto a uh, stool, takes the stool with him as it's like spinning. It's unbelievably good. But I showed it to Dee. I was like, you got to watch this scene. And of course, you guys know that Dee used to be a professional dancer back in the day. And she's like, she's like, professional dancers don't really do this. They don't just start dancing when no one's watching. And this was the first time in my life, Tim, I was like, I got you on this one. Because I just looked at her. She goes... <laughs> Fuck, you're right. We do do this. We do do this. We used to do yeah. this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've fucking seen you do this. Oh, or you don't think anyone's looking. You're out there like just breaking that. I mean, dude, if I had that ability, I would fucking be constantly entertaining myself like that. As is, <laughs> war zone. That's what I do. Uh, Mike finds the guys the next day, and it's time to go to Myrtle Beach. Um, then they talk about boy bands, and Joe Manganiello's opinions are just total fucking garbage. Uh, Mike answers some emails, and the guys give him shit for not being present. So Joe Manganiello, so Richie, I'll start calling him by his character's name, throws his phone out the window. Quote, if you ain't 
ready to bring it old school this weekend when uh then you need to hop the fuck off this food truck right now uh to get their mojo up they head to mad mary's and it's fucking fantastic the mc's name is tori snatch and yep, full stop yep. i'm in where's this club let's go <laughs> tori offers 400 bucks to the best amateur dancer in jacksonville and uh and uh magic mike immediately answers the challenge He's like you want to really you want to go down this fucking rabbit hole and he looks at him and i'm thinking this is going to be the most lit shit ever and it's just okay everyone is just okay in this scene except <clears> for mike he does a pretty good job uh, and then Mike, Dan, uh, let's see the rest of the guys follow you know, yeah. uh, later that night, Tobias, uh, or they all go down to the beach and they start talking, they start comparing their businesses and what they want to do after stripping. And none of it sounds real at all or good. Uh, Richie's plan of course is for the condom mints, uh, but they already have it literally everywhere. Uh, Ken brought up his wife and gets aggressive with Mike. So they have a therapy session cause Ken's mad that he left and Ken punches him in the gut, but he's not happy about it. Uh, Mike goes to pee. And Amber Heard uh, is there doing some Instagram shooting on oh, the beach because random. she wants to be a real photographer, what even though she fuck? has a point and click. Man, I'll tell you, if you thought Brooke was bad in this one, they didn't even try with Amber Heard's character. I mean, I appreciate she how got little less they screen tried. time. Yeah, they were just like, <clears throat> I guess she's here. Why was she even here? It's they, like, to call her a love interest is like not even when, accurate. like when honestly, when she was absent for eighty percent of the middle of the movie, I. It kind of occurred to me, like, I guess she's just not in the movie anymore. <laughs> and then she showed up at that mansion. I was like, oh, okay, oh, this is why cool. they did that earlier. But what a weird coincidence, I guess. Like, I must have, maybe I missed something. I don't know. No, it's very strange because normally this character would have been a character that helped Mike realize that he it's actually okay to, like, pursue his, like, dream of owning a strip club or doing whatever he wants to do. But she just kind of is there. And then that's it. So and my question is, like, if you needed romance in this, was the bromance not enough? I mean, that was me dropping the mic Good for podcast, anyone that's yeah. listening to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she starts taking pictures of Mike while he pees, and I'm a fit. Oh, no, I'm not going to read the rest of that sentence, Nick. Don't write yeah, late no. at night. Uh, they talk. <laughs> They talk about their inner drag queens, and Mike is uh, called Clitoria Labia, and Zoe, uh, who is Amber Heard's character, is Dolly Tits. Uh, guys, and this at this point, I'd be like, "This maybe let's try writing some dialogue for the next one, huh, guys? Like you're not, you're allowed to have a script for these movies. You don't let no. you don't need to let Amber Heard and fucking Channing Tatum improv these the names. First one was the same way. What are you talking about? Like, I'm just saying, you think they would have learned for the first one? Hey, this made some money. Like we could hire Nick Scarpino and Chris Anka to write magic Mike triple xl and we'll come with the oh my heat. gosh can you imagine <sighs> nick you just said oh i don't want to read that line let me not re uh don't write stuff later tonight nick <laughs> so now it's oh, just yeah. a whole movie of that mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly but I, I oddly enough i think that my that my particular perspective would be perfect for the trilogy if you're watching out there whoever produced this probably channing tatum and his mom i don't know i don't know who produces these fucking movies uh, anyway zoe asks him if he's uh if he's up to uh going over to the island and hanging out uh but he's like no nah, i don't want to do that and she's like what are you up to he goes well we're heading to this big stripper convention and she's like oh the one in myrtle beach because everyone's heard of the stripper convention uh she's like i'm heading to new york she's trying to avoid any ending up on the pole like Mike and he's like what the fuck like that's not a cool thing to say um Zoe wants to go to the island yeah, and Mike's like you know what I don't want to I don't want to date anyone I'm still not over Brooke we don't know that yet because they didn't really set that up that well Ken and Mike uh make up the next morning um Tito got some of the girls phone numbers and apparently they decided to write it on that little part of his body that I'll never have uh and Richie <laughs> apparently has a penis too big for sex which is the, best the main conflict point. of the movie for him. Yeah, in honestly, that is his challenge. That is his character. And life. I gotta be honest. For, yeah, they were like, listen, we gave him the nickname Big Dick Richie in the first yep. one, and now we just yep. really need to dig into that. <laughs> That's what everybody wants. You know, Andy, if I'm being honest, you know, you'll you'll appreciate this. I'm sure the struggle is real. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a blessing and a curse. You know, with great it's mostly power. mostly a blessing. <laughs> Great, great power comes great, great responsibility. Power. But I love the whole Bigger glove. Jeans. You have to find your glove. Or the, the shoe, sorry. You have, the shoe slipper. has to fit. Glass yeah, the slipper. glass slipper has to fit. My God, like all of that. <laughs> and then the solution, like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So, okay, we've got the phone number. Uh, they head off to Georgia. They all take Molly and their plan, uh, and then plan their attack for the convention. Army dance first, then rainy men, then solos. Pony! Uh, Mike wants to make up some new shit, but only they only have two days. Dallas picked all their stuff. They should pick music and dancing that, and the dances that appeal to them. And he's like, well, we're going to be rolling pretty soon here, so we got to figure this shit out. And then it cuts to 54 minutes later, and this fucking scene is great. <laughs> they are all just rolling on Molly. 
Um, and I've never done Molly before, but I imagine that I'd be just as cool as Channing Tatum in this scene. Uh, they send Richie in to make a convenience store clerk feel super awkward, uh, but Backstreet Boys uh, starts playing, so that's all fine. Um, also, holy fuck me when he takes his shirt off in this scene. God damn. Time <laughs> stopped. I just... Andy, can we do it? Can we do it now? I thought we were saving it towards the end to rank all of them. Okay, good call. I also have a carrot in my mouth. That's <laughs> fair enough. I saw that. Before we go on, let me tell you about our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. I absolutely love Me Undies. I wear it all the time, as you guys see. My t-shirts are all Me Undies at this point because I love that soft micro modal fabric. And guess what? They also make undies and socks and lounge pants and hoodies and onesies. It's crazy. They offer everything that you can put on your body, and you should. It's fantastic because while right now I'm wearing pretty much all black head to toe, they got a ton of options, especially when it comes to the undies. Uh, they have a whole bunch of different prints. There's bold prints, adventurous prints, classic prints. Right now, I'm just wearing green ones, just a classic green. Don't want to get too crazy. But tomorrow, who knows? Maybe I'll get some pizza, some pizza on some neon blue. It's great. I love having choices. You could too have choices by going to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning to get 15% off your first order and free shipping. MeUndies.com slash morning. Continue. Uh, he finishes the dance. I do love dance. that Channing Tatum just gives him like a little just therapy session. Like, Richie, you are you don't want to be a fire firefighter. <laughs> and that's where this all comes from. He's like, I'm a fire phobia. But also so funny. He's chewing gum in the scene because he's got you. Did you did you catch that? He's like, no. you don't want to be a firefighter, man. You don't even like fire. <laughs> Fucking great. These guys are it's having a great, a great time. It's a great sequence. Like, why do you like this? Do you actually like the song, though? Exactly. No, I mean, no, not really. Like, do, do you play it on your own when you're just alone? No. Then why do you have it? I, I, it's so stupid, but I love it. It's so Me too. Dumb. It's and great. I love. So we see the scene that's amazing of him uh, in the, the gas station or whatever, dancing and all that. But I love. This is the first time we see the bromance, like in at full capacity of all yep. of them outside the window, like cheering him on. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, thank you for getting us to this moment so quickly because it can only go up from here. It can only go up and it does. Of course, he he finally gets a smile out of the clerk when he says how much for the Cheetos and water. Um, and and then Joe Man and then anyway, I, at this point I wrote, I demand a third movie. I just feel like we should boycott <laughs> the rest of this review until we get a third movie. Of course, Tobias passes out and drives him into the woods. Maybe don't give the driver Molly. Uh, everything has gone to shit. So Richie starts complaining. He wanted this to be his last ride, but it's I all love fucked that. Yeah, up. I, sh I shouldn't have closed my eyes. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I should have made you reach back. Yeah, I shouldn't have closed my eyes. Yeah, you should have closed your fucking eyes. <laughs> Uh, Mike finally tells the guys he only has he's like listen everything's gone to shit for me too I only have one employee and I can't even get him healthcare um, also I proposed to Brooke and she said no um, it just wasn't what she wants he's like I came on this trick uh, he's like I came on this trip to just get on with it um, so they can't let the train stop here all we need is a rental car but Mike has a better idea he knows an MC in Savannah and at this point I was like oh we're gonna they're gonna call the girls right because the girls it'll be a girls and boys trip <laughs> no Let's introduce a whole new cast of characters here, which is the greatest thing. They head to a really weird mansion uh, called Domina to talk to Rome, who at first I was like, who's it going to be, right? Who are we bringing back from the first movie? Fuck that, Tim. When you got when, Without Matthew McConaughey, you got that nice open spot. You got to bring in a heavy hitter, and that heavy hitter is Jada Pinkett Smith. Every line that she has yes. is perfectly delivered. She dominates this movie. She is so good in every single scene from the, the first time you see her in the lingerie, just getting like, ready to size up Mike. And then all the way to like just her and Elizabeth Banks, like whatever the hell happened there. And the whole end. <laughs> the final act. Whatever the hell. <laughs> Such a, a good point, superb. Chris. A superb. Whatever the hell. A kiss between them was filmed, but didn't make the final cut. Oh, you can oh. tell. Like, like yeah. there's a close-up in which their faces Stupid. are really close, and yeah. then it cuts to them really far. I'm like, no, they did mm. something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, Jada Pinkett Smith in this movie is uh, is Lawrence Fishburne in John Wick. Yes. Every yeah. line of dialogue mm. is poetry. So <laughs> like, fun. Yeah. Everything they say sounds like a Shakespearean play where it's this is not how humans talk, but I am for this sort of legendary mythical creature that you are in this world <laughs> so she great. does naturally what mcconaughey tried to do 
Like Mangani yeah. plays the character, and yeah. Jada is just this yeah. person. And She's I will say radiant. Both of them, though, both Dallas and Jada Pinkett Smith, had the same vibe as the tall lady from Resident Evil Eight, where I'm just like, do yeah, whatever you yeah. want to me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I gotta play Resident Evil Eight. Um, <laughs> Not I. <yet>. Of course. <laughs> Uh, Mike tells her the score, um, and they they make out a little bit, and then she's like, "Let me show you around. The place has changed." Freaking you! By Jodeci starts playing as as uh, Rome starts showing Mike around, and they watch <laughs> Michael Strahan yeah. throw yeah, oil do. all over the place and get freaky. And Andy, this is how lame I am. My first thought is, someone's gonna slip on that oil. They're just gonna slip. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Yeah, it looks like a trip hazard. Uh, I would love stripper. to know what the conversation looked like to get him on board for this movie. Like, is this something that he wanted into? Did they pitch it to him? Like, how much convincing did it take? Because I like to think that he he just, hey, they want you in Magic Mike XXL. And he was like, yes. yes. I also got to assume he wasn't the first choice. Like, I. It is pretty <laughs> random. Damn, it's just it's random. Like, obviously, he's a massive celebrity. He's a household name. Every. You know what? He probably was the first choice because, like, he is what. Was ev- he? Back then? person he like, wants to be that yeah 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 absolutely yeah so he was he's been doing the morning show forever so yeah everybody knows who he is and he's a stud muffin not only on the morning show but also on the all the nfl stuff he does so you know what yeah he was the first choice shame on me for saying okay that. how dare you dude. i'm looking it up <laughs> i'm looking it up now it all started because channing tatum came on uh, live with Kelly and oh, Michael wow. to promote Magic Mike 1. And during <laughs> that appearance, there's a video of him tearing away his pants and him and Channing Tatum stripping together. So, Oh, my that, gosh. That was his audition. That's great. Incredible. Sign him up for number three, man. It's a fucking here's, – here's what I'm really pissed about. When we get to the third act of this movie, where was Michael Strahan? That's the yeah. big. That's that's I what's going. Honestly, that's what takes this movie, Tim, from five stars to four and a half stars for me. On, on I totally agree with you right there, Nick. Uh, of course, they walk around. Uh, we get another stripper comes in, and he's a fucking really good dancer. And he does that thing that Mike does, where he humps the floor, and it's somehow simultaneously slow and fast, but both like, but also powerful when he does it. Uh, Rome, his moves are insane. The, the, Malik, the, he's a, that's Malik. Guys, Malik's because that, that's Twitch, right? Do you guys know Twitch? Mm-mm. He's on. He is like the DJ and dancer guy that's on the Ellen Show, and before that, he was on. Um, so you think you can dance? So he's oh, like wow. a legit dancer. Dancer. The way I mean, it's obvious he's a legit dancer because the way this man's torso moves to all of the melody hits in that song were mesmerizing. Like I, it's just the amount of sort of like j- just on beat he was. It was so fucking good. And of course, you're like, wow, this is this is Black Magic Mike. Like they are the same person, except this guy younger, right? He's a little bit like he's more he's a little bit younger in his game, Magic Mike. You know, getting close out of the prime. We're leaving the prime mm-hmm. era of Magic Mike. Wears the One same hat ride. the same way. Like <laughs> this he looks the exact same, and which makes the mirror dance just even more perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So good. Uh of course Rome singles out a woman in the crowd so she can have Andre played by Donald Glover. Donald fucking Glover. Uh, I was shocked were you guys when he showed up. Full on (laughs) loud gasp where I was like, excuse (laughs) you? What? And then he just starts singing a Bruno Mars song. And I'm like, okay, was every single person in the theater just soaking wet everywhere after that? I was. I was. I was in my chair and I was like, thank God my chair is ventilated because you slide right out of this fucking thing. Again, though, this (laughs) is one of those scenes that felt like because I didn't I, initially I'm wondering I don't think Donald Glover's really going to be in this movie a whole lot and this seems like one of those scenes that is an extended sequence as if they thought the movie was going to be really really short guys we got to hit this like we're only right now at 64 minutes of a runtime but really they had the math wrong and it's like this movie's two hours long <laughs> like <laughs> so like this singing sequence it was cool but it went on a little too long for me i was like where's this going and then the car ride is where i was like oh i think donald glover's actually along for the ride you know what i appreciate mm-hmm. him being in that sequence not yeah, for that long though the, the singing no. scene is the only scene in the movie i tend to skip because i find singing in public super awkward um, <laughs> but what I really like about I feel it, that. I, like, I feel that. What I really like in his character is that it, it, it's like it emphasizes the whole underlying point of like there's different ways to 
pleasure women and pleasure your partner and and you know there's these are guys that are doing it with their body here's someone who can do it with their voice and talking to somebody and having this connection so they're, they're you know the whole thing with with the whole room's whole character is that we we provide different kinds of services yeah this. these these women are not happy with their significant others they're coming to us to get healed i, I it's yeah. so it's so dumb but great <laughs> uh of course rome is not happy with mike for the way they left it. it's when he asks her for help and tells her they're going to the convention which is what the real reason why he's there she's like i don't want it he tries to convince her one more time he says fuck the convention all of this is just an excuse for us to put this shit to bed but she's still not having it uh but if mike wants to start down the road to forgiveness he's gonna have to earn it too mm-hmm. she yeah. introduces him to the it? crowd <laughs> as white chocolate Mm-hmm. And we're gonna see if this man still has some magic. Uh, Joey, and then, does he still have magic? Oh, <laughs> uh, I he never. This isn't a we're bringing sexy back kind of thing. He always had the magic. He's never lost. <laughs> I it. love that he tries to fight it. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> and she calls mil- him out for a millisecond. You know, she's introducing him, and this is a huge moment. And you're looking at Channing Tatum, and he's like, "Well, first off." If you're gonna try to back out, Channing Tatum, you got to do it way earlier before she gives you <laughs> before she announces all the nicknames. You got to be like, no, 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 don't do this, no, 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 don't, don't even yeah. think about it. I don't know. But sure, after like the full introduction, she's he's like, oh, come on, dude, I'm not right now. And then who takes his place? She's like Malik. Malik. And and we're like, oh shit, this is done. But again, this is a fast and furious moment where it's like, all right, I, he got in his car. I'm gonna get in my car right now. I'm gonna fucking rev this engine, dude. It was an oh. incredible. He flips um, over Malik into Jaden Pinkett's face. Stares at, my favorite part is the woman right next to Jaden Pinkett's mouth who loses her going shit. Going wild. <laughs> just seeing Jaden. She's like, oh, shit. Just throwing money at Jaden for just standing there. Yeah, yeah there was, was a lot of money. Oh, my, my God. That notable moments that I wrote down in here because I took copious notes on this particular scene is when he bends two women over and then oh, does yeah. dips to the right and dips to the left just to spread it all around then takes another woman, stacks her up on the other two women, and somehow simultaneously dry humps all three of them yeah. while other women rain down $1 bills on him. Oh, my God. And there's a moment amazing. where I, I watched it twice. It doesn't go slow-mo, but my brain couldn't process it fast <laughs> enough, so my brain just went slow-mo, and I was like, this is the movie I want to make one day. This the is it. That, I want to I help Magic Mike 3. The one that always gets me is when he picks up the woman upside down, and he walks over and, and in, a, in a smooth roll, yeah, you know, puts her right yes. side up on the chair and then flips over her upside mm. down. I, I, I always stand oh, he up does a, he like a handstand Gravity in her defying. crotch. Yeah, he does two things. He does that, and then he does the thing where he's behind her and then uses just a yeah. little tip of the chair to swing around her and then like straddle her. It's one of it's, those things where I'm like, Channing Tatum, where's the wire work? Surely yeah. there's wire work around <laughs> yeah. here. It's his yeah. abs. His abs is his the abs wire work. His abs are green screen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this scene is so, it's great. It's uh, amazing. Let's see. Rome asks Andre to take him to wherever they want to go. Uh, Mike tells the guy that Rome isn't going to help them. And they're like, oh, that sucks. And then Ken and Andre bond over their music careers. And I hope this ends with Ken producing Andre. Uh, but it does not. <laughs> they head to Megan's house. But it's really not Megan's house. It's Andy McDowell's house. And she wants to get them drunk. Now, I want to ask everyone, do you know who Andy McDowell is? No. She's just like an old actress. I recognize her. Me too. She's from Groundhog's Day, right? Notable. My touchstones for her are Groundhog Day and Four Weddings and a Funeral is the movie that I remember her being in, which is she's fabulous in both. She's, of course, in a lot more movies than that. Who's the actor that she's always playing opposite of? Uh, you got curly, Hugh Grant hair. Oh, nah, maybe it was Hugh Grant, actually. I'm thinking of somebody else, I think. Thinking she's been else. in a ton of movies. I think she was in a movie called Duplicity also. I think she played the mm-hmm. wife in that, but I could be wrong. Anyway, that was with uh, Michael Keaton. Anyway, she's a great actor. And the fact that she's doing a terrible Southern Belle accent in this makes it all <laughs> the better. <laughs> Man, the scene gets it goes on for so long. It's one of those yeah. things where like you actually feel awkward because you're like, uh, we're on the precipice here. Is this going to turn into freak nasty or is it just going to stay awkward for the rest of the night? Uh, Channing Tatum, of course, spots Zoe, who's there, and he's like, I'll help you get some more wine. And this scene's just terrible improv as well. Again, yeah, all so many of these scenes feel like the extra scenes on a DVD that yeah. didn't make the final That's cut. Fair. Yeah. So many of them. Uh, Megan's mom, they start, as they start getting more drunk, uh, get, tells all the guys she's only ever had sex with one man, uh, Megan's uh, dad. And then Which Kevin is, Nash. 
one of the most bizarre things to be said on film and like for that to then end the way it does it's like okay this movie's just going it's a beautiful there. i mean it's a beautiful we get kevin nash's heartfelt moment he says i tr- i trade it all in to come home he's like i've been i've, I've done as much as as much sex as you can possibly do and it all i, I trade it all to come home to a wife and kid who love him and it really takes the fucking mood down and then yeah the but i feel for him. like i love i i love how when he says that Couple of them are like, I, I love you, bro. Like, I, I, we're here for you. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's just bros being, you know, just want to be family. They want to be there for each other. And yeah, it was. I, I really liked that moment. Uh, and the scene should have cut, but it doesn't. Still goes on until Matt <laughs> Bomber starts singing, and he actually has a really good voice. And I'm like, huh. I wonder if he laid down some songs that are untitled for the soundtrack of this movie, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> which is wait, weird as shit it's the wait, one he sings what? at the end he sings his own song at the end of this movie oh. fact check me but i'm pretty sure that was him singing his own song what the that was heck? a, a original track made for magic mike oh XXL. i thought he was covering that no that's him oh, singing wow. his own voice that's hella funny. at least no, no, that's no, I, what knew the his vo- I knew it was his voice i just didn't know it was his song yeah, that's what that what a piece of trivia that popped up for me uh, said. Oh. I, you check, in fact, check me on that one. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, and I think also Donald Glover made a song for the soundtrack as well that he sings. I, I think it was just um, the cover of uh, the Bruno Mars song. I think no, he Mary sings you. a song at the end about – oh, is that what it was? Because it said it was him singing Mary by yeah, Donald Glover. that's Bruno Mars. Okay, never Do mind. you know that he and Joe Manganiello went to college together? Who, Donald huh? Glover? No, uh, Matt Bomber. Oh, huh. that makes sense, I guess. Huh. Maybe that's how the guys have hooked on. up with this. Jumping ever since. Exactly. Uh, and, college. <laughs> uh, Richie puts it all out there. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Uh, then he starts dancing with the woman, and the scene uh, went from awkward to sexy, and then immediately back to awkward. Uh, Richie puts it all out there. I, she's like, well, you guys are all having a great time, and, uh, you know, if this were back in my day, and Richie's like, I'd say it's still your day, ma'am. And so Andy McDowell <laughs> pops his hood. <laughs> Both figuratively. The hood. Actually, there's no figuratively in this. It's no. all just literally <laughs> pops like, hood. Like, you kind of flirt with me. I'm going to take your shirt off now. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to see it. Uh, Mike and Zoe have another awkward scene, and Mike invites her uh, one more time to Myrtle Beach, but she's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, I can help bring your smile back. Uh, and she's eating uh, a red velvet cake just from the fucking center out. And I'm like, you're a monster, but that looks so good. Uh, he says, listen, I can guarantee you one thing. Strippers will bring your smile back. Uh, Mike wakes up the next day uh, sleeping next to Tarzan uh, and Richie and Nancy did it. And they go, did you bang ye? And he goes, I banged. And I'm like, that's actually kind <laughs> of a cute way of saying that. This whole is so funny because he didn't say anything at all. I loved how he's just kind of. Doing these mm-hmm. little facial <laughs> uh, gestures and kind of moving his head, and they're like, "Wait, did you?" And he's just like, <laughs> "Like, it's just made me laugh." She's the so one. Hard. Is she the glass slipper? Yeah, and, and then, yeah. The, 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 the more questions there are, the more kind of head nodding, kind of shrugs there are. I fucking love this sequence. Joe Manganiello has... plays this so perfectly. Well, and it doesn't feel creepy. Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, which is what I like about it. It's not like, oh, like typical bro like oh you banged her it was like they were genuinely happy for him because this is something he'd like struggle with or something i was like i was not expecting this like kind of weirdly heartfelt moment about his giant dick yes (laughs) (laughs) uh nancy apparently was the glass slipper also she let him get borrow the keys to her ex-husband's car that just turns out to be a rolls royce uh and she's like i don't care what condition you bring it back in just bring it back i'd be like guys don't put a fucking scratch on this car because the pink job alone is probably fifty thousand dollars uh when they get to myrtle beach rome is there waiting for them with andre and malik time to get down to business she sees then after all and then we get a montage of them all figuring out the new routine which includes a trip to ace hardware and radio shack uh that night mike settles things with settles things with tito in the hotel and then finally the convention is upon us and we get introduced to Paris, played by Elizabeth Banks, who is signing people in. And at first, she's like, Tim, we just don't have a spot for you until Rome st- steps in. And they almost make out. And apparently there's another cut where they do make out. And I'm not quite sure why they didn't put that into this movie. Potentially because that would have just went one piece of hotness too far and my mind would have exploded. Yeah. And then I, I, then I then we're off to the convention. What is the convention, Andy? <laughs> I don't the, fucking know. Stripper, I, I guess like it's it, it is looks there a show like, floor? <laughs> like I, I don't I got to assume this is one of the main ballrooms. But 
again, people are partying, and it's probably what one thirty-five p.m. Like, <laughs> so bizarre. Apparently, she's like Rome talks them into getting the coveted ten twenty spot, uh, which is I think is just a hilarious. So ten twenty. Not ten thirty. You're running your convention. So people's that well, twenty minute shows. What are the, what are the shows here? So what regimented. Is the, what's the increment of time that you're allowed to be on stage for. Well, you know what I mean? Is that allowing a ten minute intermission to clean up all the oil and like glitter? I don't know. Oh God. I digress. Uh, backstage, everyone is getting ready, which includes uh, Spartans from Three Hundred and Neo from The Matrix, uh, and then Mike finally settles things with Tarzan. Then. There's a twilight routine that crushes on stage and the boys get super nervous. They're like, I don't know, man, that looks really, really cool. <laughs> and then Richie freaks out. And Mike gives him a game day speech and fires everyone up. But as he starts, he's like, what are we? And they're like, male entertainers. And he goes, what are we? And then Roman erupts and she's like, it's not bro time. It's show time. Fuck yeah. Let's go. <laughs> but they give the chant anyway. Like, it's male entertainers. And then Paris gives them a stirring intro. And the boys hit the stage as the newly formed Res Erection. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone involved in making these movies. And at first, I had to roll it back for a second because I was like, is it Resurrection? Or how did they spell it? And I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Res Erection. Erection. Mm-hmm. Which makes total sense. Uh, Zoe watches in the crowd as they take the stage and uh, they do a quick little first number, which is kind of lazy. And then it's on to the solos because that's really kind of uh, uh, where this movie needs to go. Then Rome hits the stage but and takes everyone But you can't deny up. the part where they're all walking in the jeans oh, yeah. is a moment. It's a moment. And it's a duel of fates. And they're fucking walking out in slow-mo and spotlights are hitting them as they all pose like fucking Adonis gods. It's amazing. It's who the fuck expected Duel of the Fates to start playing? Again, like, I, I didn't think that this movie could surprise me as many times as it did. Like, I see Donald Glover, like, Pony starts playing again, and I'm like, oh. Then I see Donald Glover, and I'm like, oh. Then they start playing Duel of the Fates, and I'm just like. So I'm like weird. The, the kid in that gif. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with it. It's too much. Uh, let's see. First up on stage is Tarzan, the artist who throws glitter. Uh, then Tito comes on stage as the candy king dancing to candy shop. And let's just say things get sticky. With I have some, this is another question I have about this convention is like, so now these women just have chocolate and whipped cream yeah, all over them for They knew what they were the getting themselves the into, Joey. They knew what they were getting themselves into. If you don't get the a little, of, like they say at the stripper conventions, if you're not get, coming out sticky, did you even go? There's kind of a whole thing about the whole, the whole <laughs> I don't know, Tim. that bugs me. It's, it's like, I mean, it has to be, they had to have all given consent before they came in the door. Because the shit that happens to them, like the one woman just gets left up there in that harness for like everything that happens to Amber Heard in that mirror suit. It's like she doesn't want to be up there. She's clearly <laughs> uncomfortable by all of this. And no one asked her. My, <laughs> my, she just got dragged yeah. on stage. Dee had the same, she had the same feedback. And I was like, I have to imagine that there's a, just a, a sign outside that says yeah. by entering in here, you're. Yeah you're going to get freak nasty. Things are going to get freak nasty. And then it's a little asterisk. And then you go down and in a very small print. It defines what freak nasty is. And it's haunting. <laughs> yeah, and, then there's, and then there's three women yeah. who just have their, their dresses are covered in chocolate syrup now. Oh, yeah. And he's just, oh, yeah. just rubbing on them. And that seems gives me so much anxiety. I'm like, I mean, put I'll, up, I'll be honest. Put up the slippery, slippery when wet little signs, you know, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Chris, I don't think that that woman can get out of the sex swing by herself. I think she needs help. <laughs> she needs him to take him back out. When they cut back after the final <laughs> dance and she's still in the fucking swing. She's still there to this day. This I want to say great. two things about the, the Twilight thing really fast. Um, I thought that would be really funny. It's This this came right after uh, True Blood ended. So it was like a vampire jab from Joe Manganiello. It was kind of like he's shitting on True oh. Blood. Which everyone was like, oh, ha ha. Because he, he was in a vampire oh. show forever. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie. But it's uh, it's the guy who plays Edward and it's the guy who plays Jacob. And then it's the guy who plays Bella's dad dancing on <laughs> Bella. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, Which is it always, really? Yeah, he's got the mustache. But the woman's supposed to be Bella, and the guy behind her is her dad. He's like, guys, you gotta stop! And then he gets into the dance, and I'm like, <laughs> so the, oh my the context here is that her dad's dancing on her. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. I, okay. I forget what they say, but don't they at one point say, "Let's go fuck that vampire" or something like that as they're leaving the stage? 
it's genius. It's just genius. Um, Anyway, uh, next up we get King Ken uh, dancing to, uh, actually singing rather, and then dancing uh, to the song How Does It Feel? And then Andre takes the stage next and starts flowing. Uh, And I'm so glad Don Glover said yes to this fucking project. Uh, (laughs) And I'm very actually really glad it didn't ruin his career. Uh, Richie's up next (laughs) looking dapper in a tuxedo with a bridal theme dance uh, to to, to Don Glover singing to him. And that turns very quickly into an SM themed wedding night, complete with a sex swing set to Closer by Nine Inch Nails. And I'll tell you what, guys, this this song always brings back memories of the movie Seven for me, and it's a little traumatic. <laughs> I feel you like this, it's traumatic, but like, God, was this God, so it's hot? nasty. Dude, this it's song, is cool. like, yeah, this oh, song no. is the perfect song choice, dude. Like, uh, it's just so okay. good, dude. Notable costume Help choice me. here. Like, it's I'm so tear apart my inside. <laughs> Uh, I love that Joe Manganiello is wearing uh, knee pads for no reason. Doesn't use them <laughs> once. Just threw them on so we could look like a WWE wrestler. Yeah. And finally, it's time for the magic. Rome pulls Zoe up from the audience and another woman uh, to take mirrored chairs as Mike and Malik do an amazing mirrored dance, uh, which had to have taken longer than a day to put together. Uh, if not, props. I'm going to tell like, you this, Tim. If this took one day to put together... Give them the stripper Oscar now. I don't yeah. know what people win at this convention. If it's a Golden Globe or an Emmy, a daytime Emmy, maybe. I don't know. Give it to it's, them. It's not my favorite part of, of the sequence, but I, I want to give a shout out to the fact of how Rome introduces them. Mm-hmm. And she comes like, you know what you're here for? These guys need no introduction. And then she just walks off. Yeah. Like to, which my wife, to which my wife responded, are they just world renowned? Do people know who they are? And I'm like, no, they don't. They should have given them an introduction. But they, I think everyone here knows who Magic Mike is. I guess, and but like, it's not. It's not like the really way- set up in the world that he is this famous ex yeah. guy. We just sort but of get to, moments of that. He's John Wick. If you're guys, everyone, if you're going him. to a stripper convention, you would have to assume that you are familiar in with yeah, you're strippers. In it's like oh, you know, strippers. I don't really know Game Grumps, but I've heard of them. That's them over sure. there. Everyone at the sure. Continental knows who John Wick is. Yeah. Everyone at as, as the chat's saying, Dong Khan knows who Magic <laughs> Dong Khan, that is great. The, the, the funniest thing, though, is, like, I, I immediately I equated it to at a concert when the opener comes up and tries to get the crowd hype, and everyone's like, I don't give a fuck. Let's wait for the main event. You know, like, we only care about the headliner. But mm-hmm. everybody here is just so stoked to see me, uh, awesome abs, like, super hot dudes. And it's like, Got it. I, you know what? This isn't a concert. This is a life-changing experience. This dance is so amazing. It makes every second of the near two-hour runtime of this movie worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They do shit in here. At one movie. point, he does like a barambolo on her, and like and like it's like some jujitsu shit where he takes her back, and then she's belly down. And I'm like, and like Amber Heard, shout out to her because her reactions are my reactions. I'm like, oh. he almost bashes her head so she swings her down so fast like i i think she's like stunned for a second she get her head on the ground there's definitely there's definitely a moment where they put she he i I guess this came from stripping tim i don't know because i don't watch wrestling so i don't know which came first stripping or wrestling male stripping or wrestling probably the same thing probably offshoot of the same discipline Uh but he does the thing where he like almost like is it a pile driver when you put someone's legs up here and then you you just yeah. smash down on the knees, and it reminds me of that one time that Tim, uh, that Greg almost paralyzed a five year old. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, as the, after as the dance is concluding, they have a really bad line of ADR where he says, "I see you got your smile back," and the other woman is still in the sex swing. And the guys, <laughs> <laughs> she's back there going, "Help me!" <laughs> well, she's blind. She's blind. She's staring at Joe Manganiello's ass because he's Fucking just in it. He's just like hanging out, like, "Oh, what's he's up? like, what's up?" I would Uh-oh. be. I love that uh, the, the, this mic scene has three song changes. It's, it's great. so long. Everyone else just said, like, Tarzan's thing goes up for 20 seconds, and then yeah. theirs yeah. goes on for, like, four minutes. I, my, I, my, I, uh, I, my internet kept going out while I was watching this part, and I kept on having to wait for the, for the router to come back on. So, you know, it was, what, the sequence was maybe five, six minutes, but it felt way longer than it really was <laughs> because I kept on having to get the internet back on and rewind all the way back, and sometimes I would fast forward and be like, Oh shit! It's still going. If I go that far, wow, this is really Dude, long. What's amazing about it though is every single song 
is like they didn't have the music budget to reorchestrate the song. So they just end like they would like they attend like when you were doing something in junior high and couldn't you didn't have the audio There's capability no of edit. There's off. no fave. It just it's like a hard cut to the end of the song off beat. So you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's so yeah. bad. <laughs> and oh. he gave me a little haiku in review. There we Seven are. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. Wait, we didn't talk about the fireworks at the bay. What the fuck was that? You know, because <laughs> there were no fireworks at the bay. You never saw fireworks. You heard fireworks. You saw lights on their faces, but we never saw what they were seeing. Because the budget is really ending. not that big. But what we still sorry. <laughs> like, still there's the a feeling. part when when that song starts. What song was at the end? All we do is win. All we do yeah. is win, win, win. Yeah. No you know what, what it felt like? Oh I was like. Oh, we're at the middle of the movie. They've hit the turning point. We have two more hours. <laughs> we have yeah. like an hour and a half left. We're not like wrapping it, up. They did it. It felt like they hit a triumphant part in the movie. Uh, like, because I had to be stopping the movie so much and like turning it back on. Oh, do is win. It's like, oh, they won the first dance tournament. Now it's time for the second. <laughs> yeah. <tournament>. Like, <laughs> nope. Again, no tournament. There's no reward in this. There's no <laughs> competition. It's just a competition. showcase. Exactly. <laughs> just the dance. God. God. And also, apparently, they make money when they're there because they get the, they get to keep the ones. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, we also uh, get a pony remix at the end of this. Uh, that is okay. It's fine. So... Yeah, I liked how desolate it all was, though. But yeah, miscellaneous writes in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny with their review in haiku form. Time with Dallas done. Going on one final run, and Mike joins the fun. Problems they did see. They met a MILF that showed she revered the, the big D. D. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. Yes. It comes back. Set of montage plays. Of course, their performance slays. Set the place ablaze. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really uh, now, Andy, hit me off with a little bit of that. Rank those abs. Were they born, born in labs? Now it's time to rank those abs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast within a podcast. Rank those abs. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino, alongside the full crew of Magic Mike Triple Double XL. Last week, of course, we put Joe Manganello's abs uh, cut above everyone else's. And I cannot, in good conscience, say that we shouldn't do exactly the same again. His definition. And the amount of bulk he has on his abs don't make sense in my brain. It shouldn't be allowed to have both, Andy. You either have definition or you have bulk. You can't have both. His body looked perfect to me in this. I do want to give a notable shout out, though, to uh, Tito. Actually, I think Adam Rodriguez had really, really, really good abs in this as well. I think he kind of took it up a notch and was like, I'm going to put some I'm going to put some bulk on my frame. Um, And of course, Matt Bomber looks fantastic. Matt Bomber looks great in this movie. Malik? I think Malik. Oh yeah, Malik he looks great. Some Incredible. Magic Malik. Some fucking heat, man. Malik, yeah, Malik looked great, but again, Malik fi- falls into the same problem that I'm having with like Adam Bomber, or even actually uh, to a degree, um, uh, Channing Tatum in this, which is which is what we call the the not Tom Harding. What's what's the kid from Spider Man, Andy? What do we call Tom Holland? So the no, the dude, Tom Channing Holland Tatum. effect. Channing Tatum does not fall into the Tom Holland effect at all. He's uh, almost in the Tom Holland effect though, where he's like, he's just really really skinny and low body fat, not so much jacked in this. Joe Manganiello, on the other hand, is just he he's got a solid twenty pounds of muscle. He does not need on that. He could he could loan it to me, loan it to me. I'm not doing it this weekend. I'll come pick it up. I'll come Kev, to you, Joe Manganiello. Kev, can you bring up the picture I just sent to assets? Go for it, Chris. Bounce. Well, see, I, was, I, I agree. It's it's still Joe, but I actually wanted to shout out Channing's arms because he definitely did work those out. They His look good. They're way bigger more than the first movie. They look really good. But like, yeah, really you got to give it to Joe. Like Joe yeah. is, is like a sculpture of a man. He's Joe's, unmatched. Yeah, yeah I, Joe. Joe's still number one for me. But I do think I, I do think Ken, when Ken is sitting down doing the yoga, um, the the definition there is just really impressive. All right, in this picture, Malik is fucking That's destroying saying, everyone like this, in this. And I, I get He's, this isn't in the movie, but I'm just saying like he is not in the Tom Holland category. Like, yeah, you're look, right. You're absolutely right. His abs look like biceps. Oh, like to, of a buff why man. is Kevin Nash photoshopped in the background of this group photo? It does look like it does look like photoshopped <laughs> oh, it to does that. Absolutely <laughs> like it. Not what? only does it look photoshopped, it looks like they took it from a WWE event and photoshopped <laughs> the jeans onto him. <laughs> wait, Kev, can you bring up the thing Joey sent? The group picture. Oh wait, what is what are we watching here with Kev? Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
He looks so, so photoshopped. <laughs> the real winner is us, guys. It is. It is it us. Really, really it is, is us. Oh, man. Well, there you go. Number one and number two, Joe Manganiello. There it is. Uh, now, for best set piece, the first movie, we had Magic Mike's Pony. This one's a lot harder. It's got to be the honest, mirror dance. The mirror dance. It's the mirror dance is amazing, and I, I do think it's gonna. It, it deserves the win. But I want to give a shout out to the ridiculous magic that is them making Pony a hit again. Like they really did a good job with the the fires and flames of coming out of his crotch. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I I I don't know, man. Him proving himself to Rome. I I I think that's. I think I, I give it that one the top spot because I don't have to look at Amber Heard being uncomfortable. Mm, mm, <laughs> and she kind of ruins the the the, the mirror dance rings. Every time it comes to her, I'm like, I, I just don't want to look at her. She's not happy. She's not having yeah. fun here. But like the Rome one, I think might be my top one. Joe? I mean, that whole if we're if we're are we lumping I the think... whole Rome set piece in? Or I, was, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I think just Channing's dance personally, but you can. Because if we're gonna lump the whole moment of that in against the mirror dance, I might put I might put the the Rome scene I, in there. I'm fair with I'm down with that. Rome's house. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to when he's in his workshop by himself. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like that one. Dude, yeah. When he's swinging around and everything, like. Oh, I think so I think Rome's house, Channing Tatum is very very good, but I just I. I thought the coordination on the mirror dance was just that was really pretty sure. Yeah, I gotta get some mirror dance. Mirror yeah. Dance is great fucking lit because it was I mean, the book two people doing awesome moves at the same time and it looked really damn cool and yeah. high-fiving each other like four yeah. times oh my god <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro, doing it. it was <laughs> like a switcheroo it mid- midway through it was it was great all right now it's time to rank magic mike currently number one is magic mike do we think that magic mike double xl is above magic mike one i think Easily. so 100 percent I without agree. a doubt i just think I there's agree. yeah it's so much more fun it's so much more you get such a better sense of like the happy-go-lucky group i think the guys the guys in the first one you're like i don't know if i like these guys at all in this i'm like I, these are lovely human beings I, who have aspirations that are attainable what i was really hoping for at the very very end after the fireworks mike is walking back to the froyo truck opens the door <laughs> shadowy figure there well, well, well. Looks like you're back, huh? God. Oh my God! Cut the credits, dude. Oh my God! Damn. <laughs> it was oh. all. It was all a play. Tell us about the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Well, with this, we bid adieu to Magic Mike in review. Ooh. Didn't rhyme. Ooh. Or didn't have to rhyme, but it did. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for joining us on this adventure. Of course, of course. Where can people find you? Uh, at Christopher Anka on anything. Or Twitter and Instagram. With a K. With, With a K. K. Don't forget that K. All right, guys. Till next time. Love you all. Goodbye. Ride that pony. <laughs>